I like background noise. What? I like background noise. What? Hello, <laughs> and welcome to episode 8 of the Sun Soul Podcast. What? <laughs> I sound even better when I am slightly nasally. Even more monotone than before. I like whenever our cat makes the most noise in the goddamn world when we start a podcast. That's not our cat. That's our dog? Nope. What is that? Is that you? <laughs> no. It's probably our ghost. Oh, yeah. No, that's not a thing. Okay. I think it's the cat. Whatever. All right. So, today, you all join us here to interview Ian Kill Tindall. his cat. That's <laughs> what you... It's a witness. <laughs> he is. He the scooter is scooter's our cat. He's um hitting around his little toy that he never plays with until it's nighttime. And time to record the podcast. Then it's time to play it like yeah. at maximum volume. Yep. Okay. So <clears throat> we are interviewing Ian over questions that we asked me last week. So Ian, question one. What are your values and beliefs? Uh, I don't even know. Honestly, they change every day. Sometimes I'm like all in on believing and standing for something. And then other days I wake up, I'm like, you know what? Fuck that shit. I don't care. Do you hold any values day to day? (laughs) Oh yeah. Just be, you know, don't be an asshole. Okay. Number two, what type of legacy do you want to leave slash carry before your time is up? Um, as far as, like, the Tyndall name legacy, or just... Just your legacy as a human on this planet. Well, I don't know. I think from, if you look at, like, my grandpa to my dad, and then you look at, like, my dad to me and my brothers, and then you look at our kids, I think I think uh, the cards have been dealt a little bit sweeter as the generations continue. They're so. definitely cuter. Oh, yeah. That's just... That's just Being evolution. Old. <laughs> yeah, They're old too. and wrinkly. I thought you were saying they'll never listen to this. Oh yeah, they listen. They your, listen. Your grandpa does not listen to this. Grandpa Jim? Yeah. Oh no, he doesn't. Yeah, listen. exactly. He <laughs> would never. No. Grandma Diane. No, you yeah, bet. She yeah, was. she's probably our number one fan next to my dad. Well, I know my dad listens. I know Grandma listens. Zane. Someone at work was like, I listened to some of your podcasts and looks over to Zane and goes, you ever listen to your brother's podcast? Like, it's really good. And Zane goes, yeah, I mean, he just talks about, like, us. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, the way that's he funny. said it. <laughs> but, no, I mean, just, I think, I don't know, just keep doing what I'm doing. They'll be all right. The legacy will be okay. Yeah, I you mean, don't have a particular legacy? No, I'll be dead. I don't really give a shit. Oh, okay. All right. If you could choose a day in the past. Oh, I'm sorry. Trigger warning to Ian. If you could choose a day in the past to go back to and change, what day would it be and why? What day would I go back and change? Yep. Honestly? Uh, I'm not trying to be like one of those no regrets kind of guys, but 
Well, I mean, that's how I felt. And then I found something that was not about me to change. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Because I don't regret anything. I don't know. I have a lot of regrets. I thought you were going to sneeze. <laughs> I have a lot of regrets. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I think one, going back to like to like my informative years to like becoming an adult and stuff, this might seem weird. I wouldn't cheat on the girl that I was with in high school for the sake of leaving a, a scarred thing there. And I think I would have tried to just be like, this isn't going to work and then just try to organically be with you. Oh. <laughs> is that is that weird? I think that's because I think that action alone made a lot of people look at me today still 10 plus years later. They think they still look at me like with some sort of stigma, like I'm some sort like I'm still an asshole because of something that I did back in high school. I don't think high school matters. It doesn't matter, but some people think do people, think it matters. Well, people that's what think, I think it matters. People that think that it matters those people don't matter. Yeah, probably not directly, <laughs> no, but if if, it, if someone said, here's two options. One is this person's going to biasly think you're an asshole. Or option two is they have no reason to think you're an asshole. I'll just take the option two for the sake of I don't need anybody to think of me as something that I'm not. It makes my life a lot easier for whatever circumstance may happen. Yeah, I think I just don't care. I don't care either, but yeah. that's why I would change that because yeah, it has nothing to do with what we have for us ourselves now. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, you're right. That could change a lot of things. But no, I mean, that's <laughs> like that's like one blemish I have. I'm not proud of, but you know, <laughs> you know, <laughs> only a select few will know. It played out, it played out accordingly. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. Okay, number four. Do you believe in soulmates? No. <gasps> Not really. Gasp. I think love is you a... You better change your answer. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Like soulmates isn't like love or just anyone that you must belong soulmates. with. Someone that is literally the other half to your soul. Like you believe that honestly you guys are supposed to be together there is no like other together option. like in a really like a relationship like you and i it could mean that or, it or could, do you mean like a friendship it could mean anything like because that. if that's the case that's a lot of halves because if that there's some friends that i have where i know me and this person were destined to be like best friends yeah that's a soulmate and then and then there's like you and me where like we are there's integrated there, i think there can be romantic levels. soulmates and non-romantic soulmates this is a generalized question, yeah. though. Uh, I just, uh, as far as, like, in a relationship goes, we're to talk about, like, love and, like, I think uh, most, this probably is an unpopular opinion, but I think that love itself is a, not necessarily a choice, but it's more of a a, a matter of convenience firsthand. And then, like, like the, you first meet somebody, the first thing you go, and you start dating, start talking, you go, could this work? And if it's convenient enough, then yeah, it'll work. But then your brain kind of train. I think you kind of get trained, in a sense, to deal with one another. And as far as you keep, and the longer you keep going, 
the more embedded those roots become, making it very inconvenient for you to not be together anymore. So I think love is more That's of an... getting comfortable. It's more of an investment of each other's lives. It's comfort. Yeah, than it is of just your souls connected. <laughs> That's my take. Excuse me. And yes, you and I are very invested into one another. And I love it. And I love you because there's no one else I'd rather be invested in Well, I just with. want you to know that at any minute, I'm not stuck. I remember that. <laughs> I survived once without you. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. <laughs> let's think about where we were at those days. I was great. <laughs> I don't know about you. I was not. <laughs> <laughs> I was living life on the edge, man. Literally. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Walking a fine line. Okay. So, let's see. Do you think we have a purpose in life? If so, what do you think yours is? Create baby. <laughs> that is naturally our purpose in life. That. <laughs> um. Let, wait. Let's all. Yeah. Well, not only create babies. Clap. But clap for Ian's. I think. Uh, science. <laughs> I think. One thing. Outside of just the obvious shit, where it's. Try to live as long. Try to live long enough to have enough babies as possible. Which is in case you guys are wondering. What apparently, all, all Ian wants in life is to have babies and a full and, belly. And I'm shut down, so <laughs> full belly, a lot of babies. And I would told, and not saying that's what I want, but that's what that's what uh, Mother Nature says. Meanwhile, Cleo looks up at me, pulls her beaky out of her mouth, like what? <laughs> Yeah. She's like, we're not having no more babies. She's like, I'm the baby. I'm the forever baby. But it's uh, it's just, I don't know. I think everyone finds their thing. In between having sex and eating food, everyone finds the one thing. that. Do you think there's a purpose? The purpose is to occupy yourself until you're having sex or eating. That's, that's pretty much oh. what it is. <laughs> okay. But we have very different views on the subject. All right. Now, do you think you have a purpose, a special purpose? Well, I think that purpose has been fulfilled. Now I'm just kind of in cruise control. But as far as me as an individual, not me contributing to <coughs> Earth, or what we like to think is contributing to Earth, I think, uh, no. I think of contributing think got... to society. Yeah. Not Earth. What the hell? Who gives a shit about okay. that? All right, we'll, we'll move on. Do you believe in an afterlife? If so, what do you think happens after we pass away? Uh, Controversial topic. I would like to believe there's an afterlife. That's why I wish ghosts were real, but I haven't had enough evidence to believe that real. ghosts are real. And you're ass backwards thinking there's no afterlife, but ghosts are real. Correct. But I think... Uh, Maybe, maybe. I would say as as far as the limits of my feeble human brain can take it, no. But there are obviously plenty of things that we just can't understand. Infinite things that we just can't understand. So what do you think happens after we pass away? The same thing that happened before you were born. You swim around in a ball sack? Maybe. <laughs> I think you're just, uh... Isn't that what you do? 
or yeah. you're stuck in an ovary for yeah. life. Yeah. Well, that's the what comes first, the sperm or the egg, you know? Like what are you? Well, technically Where do the you eggs, come from? the eggs are first. Because yeah. you're born with them, yeah. correct? I have that exact number when I'm born until I die. Yeah. I will never make more eggs. We're just the kind of like the, am, the rain with some special I'm just juice. A, I'm just a releaser. <laughs> you are a creator. I am a releaser. I release the egg. I release the baby. <laughs> you ever you remember Ghostbusters where he's You're like, a creator. I'm the key master. Are you the gatekeeper? <laughs> I've actually never seen Ghostbusters. Get, get out of here. I know. And, Will, and William was a Ghostbuster for his birthday. Um. Okay. What is your motivation and drive that makes life worth living? Money. <laughs> Hello. I like, I like money. money. What made you want to open a second Krusty Krab right next to the original? Money. <laughs> money. All right. Well, that's easy. Now we are at... Do you believe there is a higher power or God out there? Yeah. And okay. We, so it's like, not saying that anything with afterlife is real, but do I believe that there is something out there that kind of just planted the seed or pulled the strings? Or sometimes just shit just happens and there's no reason like bacteria. to explain it. Yeah. It's just the perfect combination. Just it's, gross. It's a single it's well, it's usually just like a single cell organism, correct? It's just the right combination of That's what I'm saying. Very, very tiny things. Yeah. But you know, it's just And then it becomes a fungi. As far as like coincidence, I believe in coincidence, believe it or not, but sometimes shit just <laughs> For example uh, let's go back to, like, not like timing things, like car accidents and stuff like that. Not talking about, like, just, you get a feeling, right? And you act on that feeling, and it just so happens that if you would not have acted, a completely different outcome would have happened. Yeah. So I was at a track meet, and me and the squad that ran track together in my class weren't really the most enthusiastic about running track. We like to just go... Get the ba- get the patch for the jacket, uh, smoke weed at the meets, smoke cigarettes, do whatever we weren't supposed to be doing, and then run our two races and then call it a night. So we're out at a school in South County and <coughs> totally just smoked like I don't we smoked a lot of weed for being uh, at like track athletes for a school that was a guest at the school. Any amount of weed, I guess, is too much weed. But yeah, we smoked a lot of weed. And then... Not anymore, it's legal. So I... The guy that had all the weed had it in his jacket. We'll call him Pablo. So Pablo had all this weed in his jacket. And other stuff was being talked about. And I won't get into that story. But someone did something to somebody... That was inappropriate in within the team, and this is a co-ed team, men, women, oh, I know. all that. So that happened. So the teachers and coaches and all that were investigating amongst all the kids while the monks? track meet um, amongst amongst. <laughs> I'm I can only hear in one ear. I thought you said and monks, and I was like, oh. wait, there were monks at this track meet. <laughs> there was. <laughs> 
<laughs> there was monks at this. But no, they started okay. asking everyone what the fuck's going on. Why did this person do this? Or if they did, were you a witness to it? Um, Which was like some borderline criminal shit. So that's why I'm not going to give it any detail. But there was uh, some questions also being thrown around. Was there drugs? Does anyone have <laughs> drugs? Uh, we heard that this person had pills and weed and this stuff. And eventually the guy comes to me coach comes to me and is like, hey, Ian, so uh, does so-and-so have pot and like pills on him? I was like, uh, I don't know. Why would, I'm, if he did, what makes you think I would tell him? And he was like, because, you know, you've always been one of the... He, he tried good cop of me. He's like, You're all, you've always been one of those, you know, uh, stand-up guys. Favorite. And, you know, I knew I could always count on you if if I ever needed a, a, you know any favors like this. And I'm just like, man, I'm not fucking telling on anybody. And I was like, I'll tell you, I'll be honest with you, I know who has what on them, but I think that's just the way I am. <coughs> I just I just pay attention to what the fuck's going on, and I'm not telling you. I'm not snitching yeah. on anybody. And he's like, well, you know, that really disappoints me to hear. And I'm like, you're going to enjoy being disappointed this evening, sir. High five, sir. <laughs> so we get onto the bus after the meet, and I'm sitting there with the guy that has the drugs on him. <laughs> And just for some reason, well, not for just some reason, it's pretty fucking obvious. You know, now that I say this story, ignore everything I just said. Because I'm sitting there and I'm like, you know, these probably going to get searched. So I tell him, I go, hey, trade jackets with me. We had matching jackets for our track uniform. And he's like looking at me like, what? I'm like, give me your fucking jacket. Shut the fuck up. So we switch jackets. Yeah. And as soon as I zip his jacket on, I hear, hey, uh, Pablo, will you come up here and uh, talk to me? And they take him up there and they searched him right at the front of the bus. Searched everywhere. And I had all the shit in the jacket and was like, oh, fuck. And he comes back. His foreheads were on his hair. His forehead. His eyebrows were up at the top of his forehead, almost on his hairline. He was so surprised. And he was like, how the hell did you know that that was going to happen? And I think it was just like a split second intuition thing. Side note for Ian. Ian's been asked a couple times to perform undercover operations. Yeah. <laughs> and people every don't, do time I have like a face just, of a narc or something. I know. I just want everyone to know that Ian Tyndall is not a narc. I, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter how much you've I've wronged had, him. He will not do it. <laughs> Cleo. Yeah. Cleo's backing me up. Yeah. There's been plenty <laughs> She's of like, my dad's the, not a we narc. Have, we have information about this guy and this guy, and you could really do us a favor. Michael. Why the fuck would I do that? You're like, I am not going to wear a mic and go I'm do not, this. this. I'm not stupid. going, first off, I'm not I'm not going out of my way. I have other shit I could be doing. Yeah. And and two, fuck you. I'm it's not doing funny. that. It's funny how many times that's happened to you. Yeah. they uh, Three times. Yeah, two, I know. Two of marijuana. One was like, we need you to be, uh, you know, you, you look like. Wasn't it for wax? No. Well, one of them was, but. The other one was they they told me they were gonna send me in the gas stations. Yeah, the poli- the police station called me, and I'm like, <laughs> of course I'm like, I feel like I have it's my civic duty to fucking listen to him. Unless you're going told, to jail, yeah, or I could have totally hung up on him. Looking back on it, but I'm like, what's up? Like, why do you need me? And they're like, you've been selected to be in this program. Blah blah oh blah, blah. In other words, they wanted me to entrap motherfuckers at gas stations to sell me <laughs> booze. It's like all these cases are going to get thrown out because I'm literally begging them and threatening them. To yeah, get, we they, had a girl like that come no, in hot shots. If they say sh- no, and the lady I have got to arrested. insist. I literally have to insist that they give me the goddamn alcohol. 
And like, I was yeah. like, this is the cringiest, weirdest fucking thing. Yeah. I'm we not had, doing it. When I worked at Hot Shots, we had two girls come in and luckily I wasn't their server, but their server was not very smart. And um, yeah, she didn't card them. And then they literally, the drinks came to the table. And as soon as they came to the table, the girls went out front and I was like, oh, there that girl goes. Knew it. Uh-oh. I know. Did they take a drink? No. Nope. They left it on the table and just walked out. And I was like, either they're bailing without even having a drink or they're narcs. And the cops came and arrested them? They Well, they got fined. And I think the girl had warrants, though. Uh, yeah. That, it, that was all, it was all a, a big uh, thing. There was the, something else next, I was going to say on that. What's the next question? <laughs> we were talking about something and there was something important I had to say. Uh, but me, well, things just coming to for some random reason out of the blue. Like I had this feeling, like felt like God came down, and was like, "Do Pablo a favor and take yeah. his jacket." Yeah, and I'm just like, oh. "Oh, that's what it was." Okay, one time I'm on the school bus yes. on my on my way home, and it was really funny because the person I was sitting with. Uh, they well they sat behind me. They were smoking and like blowing it out the window, and I was friends with them. Squidward. And so like they always, I don't know. The bus driver didn't like me anyways because I was friends with them. Anyways, there was a hole in the back of my seat, and they apparently put a pipe in the back of my seat. So whenever we the bus driver literally turned around mid route. Okay, I'm literally two stops from my house, and they turn around and go back down Lions Den all the way back to Sekman and drop me and the other two off. We all three got searched, and then when I was like, I literally told you I didn't have anything on me, and now I don't have a way home, and then this is the kicker. I'm sitting there with, um, I'm going to throw his name out there, Mr. Crutch, uh, down at the Sekman High School, <laughs> because that was terrible. Um, he actually was like, oh, could your mom come get you or your dad? And I said, my dad's not available, and I told him the story, and then I was like, and my mom doesn't have a driver's license. So I'm your problem now. <laughs> Literally, uh, it took 10 minutes. He sat there and like making phone calls to all of my emergency contacts and no one was answering the phone. And then he had to drive me home and his daughters were in the backseat. And I'm like, this is super awkward. Like, I can't wait for Mr. Crutch to know where I live. Like, <laughs> so weird. And then the whole time I'm driving, like we're riding home. I mean, just imagine that bald man sweating and like his kids are in the back seat, just quiet, awkward. Oh, yeah. So that's what I had to say about people being narcs. Bus drivers need to cool it with who they're blaming. Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. We'll move on to our next question. Okay. All right. What question so, are we on? Like four? No, we're on number nine. If you had a year to live, how would you spend it? Hmm. Probably, playing I don't poker. know. Yeah, play a poker. Um, up in I don't know uh, mountains maybe Japan. I'd go to Japan at least. Go to the mountain. I'd probably I'd probably spend the first six months get some real ramen. Yes, first six months going to like Japan, <laughs> uh, South Korea, and then like working my way from Asia all the way towards like through from Asia to Europe. Work my way across Europe, and then once I get to the United Kingdom, fly back, and then 
go uh probably just stay at home for six months until I die or whatever. Or maybe go like stay well, in the mountain funny somewhere. Because whenever I read this, it doesn't say you only have a year to live. It just says if you had a year to live. Like so I took that very pessimistically last week. <laughs> As if you're going to die after this year. But I don't think that that's You're going to die in 365 days. <laughs> exactly. That's cool. Okay. Number 10. Do you think money buys happiness? Yeah. Because I'm really not happy when I don't have money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good to know. All right. Okay. What is the biggest lesson life has taught you? What is the what? The biggest lesson life has taught you. Um, Don't be a liar, I guess. Yeah. That's a good one, young grasshopper. Yeah, just don't be a liar because it's life's already whenever... The, uh, shit, as far as I've been learning with the kids and stuff and getting older, it's like shit goes by a lot. It's starting to go by really fast and all those lies and stuff that people tell... Like you, sometimes you can just hear the cadence in someone's voice when they lie to you. People do it so much, and I try to make, I try to not lie at all. The only time, the only time I ever lie, the only time I ever lie, <coughs> I'll be honest, is to save someone's feelings. Save someone's <laughs> feelings. If I'm like, yeah, I'm just tired, or you know, I just, uh, you know, I got a lot to do. Sometimes and I'm just like, listen, I really hate you, and so, I don't want to talk to you right where now. Where in reality, I want to be like, I don't want to be around you at this moment in time. You are a life sucker. <laughs> Tell him, Cleo. <laughs> My God. Um, that's so funny. Yeah, that's really it. Other than that, like, sorry, I had to pop, pop my neck and it. Uh, yeah, stop moving. Um, but sometimes it's just. Sometimes I'm brutally honest, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But as far as, like, just the little white lies that don't hurt anybody. Um, that's Which is so funny that you're so big about not lying. and You lie to everybody all the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like, back in the day. I'm just kidding. When we first met, I felt like all the time I'm like, oh, it's, it's okay. It's not hurting anybody. They <laughs> just tell them whatever they wanted to hear, and that was it. Yeah. That was 18-year-old Lizzie. Me sitting there at the furniture store, like, I make $50,000 a year with my $10 an hour job that I didn't work full-time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we have different morals. <laughs> okay. So, what is one of your biggest obstacles, and how did you overcome it? I think the biggest obstacle was whenever I was told I'm going to be a dad. Right. And I overcame it by not giving myself any fucking option other than to be a good dad. And Even to take though care of everything I got to take care of. I and gave it didn't you all overnight. the options. It didn't happen overnight. Shit's fucking... I was still... I'm still growing up. But I was growing up then. I think if you would have taken 21-year-old Ian and then 26... You know, today's Ian and put them side by side... I'm still pretty much the same guy. It's just there's a lot of stuff well, that... Uh, it's just a lot of habits changed. I changed my habits. I don't know that you're the same guy. I don't know. I'm pretty much the same guy. You're really sensitive now. Well, yeah. That you were sensitive, but now you're really sensitive. But now I'm just... Yeah. I'm just honest with myself, first and foremost. Yeah. Yeah. You can't find... I don't think you can find another guy that's not a psycho. Well... 
no, take the psychos really have a hard time tapping into emotion. So no, I would say I just, you won't find you won't find a guy that I'm sensitive, but I'm sensitive for like the deeper reasons, the reasons that <laughs> people don't. Like, you'll look at it on the surface, and you'll be like, yeah, Ian, you're being a giant pussy. And then whenever you're like, why are you crying, and I break it down for you, the, every angle of why I'm upset with the situation, you'll look at me like, oh, fuck, okay. I think it's just funny, because at times that you can be so emotional, I can be so emotionless. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't know. I don't get it. I don't understand a lot. It's the yin and the... Was it y- yen and it's, yang? It's usually the yin and the yang, right? Yeah. Or the ying. I think it's ying or yang. It's ying yang. Ying yang. Okay, ying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm over here saying, is it the thing I can't pronounce? You're like the ying and I'm like the yang. (laughs) Like something really crazy. I'm like, you're so balanced and I am not. (laughs) You're calling me balanced? Yeah, compared to me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. All right. What's next? So that's your biggest obstacle. What yeah. is your definition of success? Mm. <clears throat> I think not just money, but money does come with it, but getting yourself into a position where money is kind of like the secondary goal. Like first goal, like right now, like <coughs> as we've been growing, the first goal is get that money so we can have like that security. And once you have that security, then you really start driving home, like, the path, like, for the career and for your lifestyle. For my eight million houses. Yeah. And then whenever, and then once you have that drive to put the money aside and focus on your path, then the money, and that's where they say the money will come and the money will follow. The real money will follow. You just got to stick to the fucking grind. And once you're... Once you're at that point where the grind starts paying off, I think that's whenever you can start saying that you're becoming successful because, I don't know, there's a lot of things outside of just career that can keep you from being successful. For example, you can be like Ian and uh, in his old days get blackout drunk and just gamble all of your money away in one night. (laughs) You could do that. Um, And that is keeping you from being successful, even if you're the best at your job. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah i know but that's what i'm saying it's like once you have control of your habits and you could you know get focused that that's whenever the success will come and the get money wrecked. will follow <laughs> get right <laughs> all right who do you look up to and why Mm. Hold on, can I say one thing really quick? Last week I had said my dad, and I talked to my dad today, and he goes, Man, whenever you were telling me that you said me for, you know, because I'm so motivated and stuff, I was like, Dang, I gotta really step up my motivation again. He's like, I've been slacking. <laughs> so, just so you guys know, everybody needs a break. <laughs> this is true. All right, go ahead. Probably my brother, Zane. Zane? Yeah. I can't really hear you. So probably my brother Zane. Cleo's trying to uh That's fondle good. the microphone. Why? Why Zane? Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Zane's just always done it right. He's always done it the right way. By the scripture. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much he did he did By it. the Holy Grail. He did it the old uh Well, you know, it's just 
not everyone has the same path. We were just talking about that. But Zane is the one that was like, okay, here they give you simple fucking instructions on how to be successful in this country. And Zane just followed And Zane just went, (laughs) all right, that's it, sweet. I just won't be a bitch about it and just do it. And he did it. And now he's fucking slain. He's great, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Is there anything you would like to change about your life? Uh, I'd like a napkin to appear in front of me because Sneo just sneezed. I don't even know Sneo what this. just cleased? She, I, I said Cleo just sneezed. I think you just said the words. Sneo just cleased. I know. I don't, she did something. This looks like a cleese to me. I don't know what <laughs> that disgusting. is. It is all over me. Okay. That's great. What I could change about my life is to get this shit off my hand. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to change? I don't know. Work a little bit closer to home. <laughs> I think that's really it. Life's pretty sweet. Okay. Good to hear. Good to hear. I am a great spouse. Yeah, you're pretty sick. I'm sorry. Domestic partner. Oh, okay. <laughs> you're, pretty, you're still pretty cool. <laughs> I'm a domestic partner. I am a domestic partner. <laughs> Welcome. Okay. Sorry. You know, I can't read that well. <laughs> I can't read. I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. How many, how many SpongeBob references can we? Oh, I was not. You, I was do you not know what is I that just SpongeBob went to Bob Talladega Nights. You, don't you know already that. know that Talladega Nights is my go-to quote. <laughs> that in the office. What's, yes. what, what is the reference from SpongeBob where he goes, I can't read. What is that? How well do you know it? Say it again. What are you still doing here? I can't read. Go on, get out of here. <laughs> what scene is that? SpongeBob trivia. Oh, is that the the cousin? Yeah. Plankton's cousin? Yeah. Because <laughs> he can't read what the secret ingredient yeah. is and yeah. it's plankton. <laughs> yeah. I can't read. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Wow. Impressive. <laughs> I know. I had, I had to, to give you the dialogue, but I had to think about it for a second. What are you still doing here? That's what gave it away. Once I knew it was a Mr. Krabs. Before I was like, that doesn't sound like anything from SpongeBob I've ever heard. What would it be, fellers? Mustard or ketchup? <laughs> Fill her up, please. <laughs> Pulls up with the scarf and the goggles and shit. Yeah. The movie is <gasps> the fu- the key. <laughs> the fucking movie is so good. I know, it really is. <laughs> I like how it says Dennis, and then your head here. <laughs> okay, now we're going. All right, what are your thoughts on plastic surgery? I feel like I know this. I'm not really the biggest fan. Here's the thing: I think if you <sighs> do some sort of would augmentate what was that noise body modification i was gonna say augmentation i don't yeah a body modification plastic surgery can be so many things now it's i think i think if medically if a doctor's like hey um you're gonna at you got something going on and you're gonna look a little fucked up if it would make you feel better we can do this procedure and you will have a normal appearance I am 100% all in for that. Now, the thing is, is there's two things that I, I don't get. Is when they get the fake tits that are way beyond, like, natural size. 
triple like, watermelons. Like we're talking like if pumpkins, like, you can look at someone's back and you can see back tit. Back tit shouldn't exist. It's under boob and side boob and top boob, like cleavage, side boob, under boob. Those you are the know three. What sec- side boob is? Side boob's so, on yeah, the outside. So, yeah, sorry, I'm looking at your <laughs> not I'm, the inside. I'm looking at your tits, trying to be. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. Well, we that's got, considered back boob. We got side. Well, that's the thing. Whenever they're so big to where they stick out from the side. Well, yeah, that's a side boob, and you can see the. Do side you understand? Boob. That's a side boob. Yeah, that's the side boob. But whenever they're big enough to where it turns into back tit, then I don't think. Whenever you have kids, sometimes they point outwards. You automatically get. Massive back. I don't know tit. who you're talking about, but yeah, back back boob. It happens. Back boob. <laughs> we uh, know someone isn't a thing. We know someone should not be a thing. Like if you're getting fake tits, you shouldn't have back boob. Get normal, normal proportionate normal boobs can look like that. It's just it's just a lift. Just it, stick to the lift. Oh, okay. And if you're like, oh, but I have A's and I always wanted boobs. Shush. You're fine. You're gonna be okay. No. You're gonna grow up and have. I'm perky here for tits. you, sister. You're you're speaking about one of my friends here. What? My friend looks lovely. Your friend? What? Your friend that had A's and then got fake yeah. tits? Well, yeah, I'm sure she looks lovely. Yeah. I'm sure they look great. <laughs> but I'm saying, if you think that this is some sort of like, like, I don't know, you can't just throw. This is back to my point about money buying happiness. I don't think money can buy you happiness in that sense I because it it's can. literally your bot. I don't know. I'm weird about that. You don't know. I don't even have tattoos, so this is a weird fucking question for me. It is. Like and like the nose job. Well, you would you would not understand the about nose boobs. job drives me crazy. You don't have boobs because I can look at a nose and go, wow, that looks like everyone else with a nose job's nose. It's a copy and paste nose. Yeah. You really think a fucking doctor gives a fuck about? I want them to have their own specific look. Bull fucking shit. They're like, yeah, we got nose A, B, and C. This one, uh, we can do this one, or we can do this one. And this one, you know, this is for more, uh, you know, if you're like European ethnicity, this is you more know, like Asian ethnicity. You know like that if my have- nose gets any more pointy, I'd 100% get a nose job. They just, that's what they do is they have like ethnic. Oh my gosh, Cleo. They have oh, like, no. they have like. Your ethnic background nose, and then you just select that one, and then that's what you get. You don't get anything. I'm going to go to the plastic surgeon and be like, I want to look like Khaleesi. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Send. I'm, I wonder if people do that. That's what I'm, people like, do, you know stuff how, like that. You have you ever how, watched Botched? You know how they have? I watched have you it watched when it? it came out a long okay. time ago. So you have not seen it recently. People are they, now they bringing up. photos of celebrities and going to the plastic surgeon like, okay, we're going to do a plan. What shit you deal with and work? Do, do they bring you hair? Yeah. But I they're want, like, I want this ass. This is exactly what I want to look like. So like there's someone who's paid, I think he said $210,000 worth of plastic surgery to look like Justin Bieber. He looks nothing like Justin Bieber and he's convinced that they're twins. And I'm like, this That's guy mental illness. needs help. Correct. But doctors are still funding it because they don't care. They're like, sure, if you want to pay for it, I'll help you. Yeah, I think in so, a nutshell, just don't think plastic surgeons give a fuck about you. Okay. Do you think there is more good or evil in this world? Good. I believe that babies, right? Whenever you look at a baby human, yeah. I don't think babies are evil. At what age do you think evil becomes 
Uh, I think evil's just more of a. It's more driven off trauma, and it's just against the the norm standards of our morals and ethics that society upholds. Did you watch that video about the serial killers I sent you? No. Oh, it was a while ago. Um. Oh, oh maybe. It was about the there's a there's a similarity in everyone's brain a deformation oh, that they're they born with. Oh, they found the same trauma yeah. in the and yeah. a gene that is um like a or something a hormone that's higher in all of them all the serial killers and it said that it can be detected from birth gotcha so i think that's pretty crazy just kind of throw it in there yeah i mean it's i i bet there's something to do with like think of like addictive personalities where yeah. you have like you have that gene you have a gene where you're just like more than likely you, your hormones drive on this impulse and you can't help yourself but react and act and like get attached to Do certain things. Do you think things. that if serial but, killers had a new hobby before becoming adults that they wouldn't be serial killers? No, because they usually say that they have like the killing I know, but do you think if they were guided in a different way? I mean, sure. Uh, maybe it's hard to tell because I'm sure whenever you're a ser- serial killers, I don't know of one that didn't know what the consequences of their actions was. It's not I like know. anyone was a serial killer and was like, wait, you're telling me I couldn't do this. Wait, I killed someone. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? I go to jail for they're the rest of my like, life. Yeah. There's 37 more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, well, shit, I guess I'm kind of screwed here. Yeah. There's a body here, there, 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 there. Yeah. I killed this guy on this guy. That. This guy on this day, I killed him here. It put his body there. I killed him this way. They yeah. know the guys with like double digit bodies. They know everything. They know exactly how they killed them. Very smart. They know their name. Unfortunately, where they got it all, and it's like I don't, <clears throat> I don't get how they can like they go through all this planning and everything, but whenever it comes to their actual capture, it's just as easy as you got me. I know. <laughs> they just give up. <laughs> oh, Cleo wants her dad. What? Here, Cleo. Cleo's going to walk to you. Okay, come on, baby. She's yelling. How many more, how many more questions do we have? Binky. Let me check. One second. But yeah, you know, okay. ser- serial killers, uh, you would expect them to put in a lot more effort to not getting captured. Do you believe in the supernatural or aliens? <laughs> I believe in aliens. <laughs> oh, okay. But what? not the supernatural. What's supernatural about aliens? I feel like they're supernatural, too. There's supernatural things with aliens, too. No, there's just a- there's just life outside of Earth. There's nothing supernatural about it. It's, av- it's actually probably the most natural thing. I'm just saying. Supernatural to be above the normalcy of natural. Yes. I believe in alien. supernatural I don't. I them. think aliens exist, okay. therefore it is one with nature. It is okay. a part of this, of this realm and these laws that we live by in nature. All right. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be? Japan. Okay. Because I want to, I want to have, I want, I want the genuine Japanese experience. We borrow so much of their culture that I am a fan of all of it. A lot of it. We watched a video the other day of them trying ramen from different places. It really did look good. It did, didn't it? Yeah. 
But yeah, I was like, I'm like, I want the genuine experience. All right. What are your pet peeves? Whenever people put trash in a trash can that doesn't have a bag in it. Yes. That's really about it. <laughs> that is a fair enough pet peeve. I think I know one more pet peeve of yours. When I put my cold feet on you. I don't mind it. It's just you don't ever give me a warning. I know. You just go, I'm always cold. Boom, motherfucker. And I'm like, ah! I'm always like, you thought you were warm. No. Yeah. Okay. What fears do you have? Lightning and death. Yes. And spiders? Actually, uh, I think I've grown out of my spider fear. You're getting better? Okay. I think I've gotten better. What does love mean to you? What's love got to do? Love to me is... Hmm. I feel I feel like there's one feel like there's a feeling to where like if you feel like you're going to lose it like like this this connection that you have with this person just the thought alone of it not existing anymore gives like a pit to your stomach and you feel sick and you feel uneasy and you you feel like you're going to you almost feel like you're going to die and there was one time a couple times but one time where like I thought like for example, uh, let's say my little brother, Owen, almost yeah. died when he was three. And yeah. I remember like getting the news that like he was like in the ICU. And I thought that meant that like he's going to die. And yeah. I remember this feeling like I started throwing up just like the thought of someone that I am so near and dear to could just disappear in my life. It just broke my brain. Yeah. I still feel like that sometimes. I see things, you know, people that I'm close with, our clients, um, they lose somebody. You lost a client. Yeah. That was that, rough. Yeah. That's. Yeah. But. Um, I didn't even think about that part of the job. Yeah. Yeah. And then they asked me to do her hair for her yeah. funeral. I, I did decline. Um, that just too hard. seems. Yeah. That Couldn't seems. do it. So, yeah, I totally get it, but I luckily am, like, still guarded with work. Like, I try not to get too, too invested. Yeah. So, what are you trying makes to do? it hard, though. What are you trying to do here? All right. How would you spend your money if you won the lottery? Um, I would buy a nice, solid plot of land, and then I would... Oh my goodness. Um buy a plot of land and pretty much build a compound and like have a house and then have like our own like recreational areas to the house. Whether it be like four wheeler trails or anything like that, and just like have like a pond and like fishing and all that outdoor stuff. And then I would build houses on that land as well. And I would literally hand the keys to everybody that I was that I cared about, like all my brothers. This is a multi-million dollar buyout. But what do you mean? It's the lottery. <laughs> I'm just messing with the you. last lottery was like one point nine billion. I would I'm literally just, buy I'm just everyone. Messing with you. I would I'd buy everyone their house, and I'd be like, "Here's a key. Uh, if you just want to say fuck it, come live here. You don't have to worry about anything." And I know some people be like, well, you know, it's 
they have to earn, you know, no one gets a free ride on my, I don't fucking, I won the lottery, dude. Everyone gets a free ride that's with me. You're fucking, you're fine. And then I would move to the middle of the city. Yeah, I would, and I would move further away. Whenever you're that rich, you just bring the city to you, right? No. <laughs> Push! <laughs> SpongeBob again. Next time we need a little bell. Every time Ian makes a SpongeBob reference, I'll ding a bell and we'll get a buzzer. And every time I make a quote from the office or Talladega Nights, Ian can ring it. Instead of bringing it to Bikini Bottom. That's what we're going to have to do. Would bring Bikini That's Bottom it. We're, we're ordering one tonight. We're ordering buzzers and bells. Bosh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Someone's going to have to keep track every episode how many how many bells and buzzers we got let's see what are the most important qualities in a friend or partner mm, i would say someone that is uh trustworthy do you and, think i'm trustworthy yes <laughs> but like in like other senses like something happens to you um for example, I have a couple friends where you got pregnant. Yeah. We were broke. Yeah. We, we lived in a in an apartment tiny that I already couldn't afford. We, we didn't, couldn't afford. Filled it up with a bunch of furniture that we couldn't afford. <laughs> Sorry. Got a dog and a cat we couldn't afford. Sorry. And then it's all my doing. You get pregnant and then and then I I know of a friend that was like Oh God! You hear that Ian's gonna be a dad <laughs> with Lizzie, and they were just like doubting the whole thing, like downplaying, like pretty much not excited for me, not supportive yeah. of me. They were just like, huh, "What an idiot, right, guys?" <laughs> like I, yeah. I am now better than him because I don't have to pay for a child, and it's like, well, guess, guess what? It's cra- it's crazy whenever you have like that kind of mind. Versus me, who gave myself no option but to do the right thing. Um, he's still alone. Yeah. And there's that. So, pretty much someone that is... We have two su- beautiful babies. Is at least supportive. I just want su- supportive friends. Support. I will support... I support all my friends. If they they got something special that they're working on, and they're like, Hey, man, I need you to help me with this. I insist that I can be a part of it for them. Yeah. But you know, well, you know I know true with plenty all my of work. my friends, plenty of my fucking friends, friends. You know, they come out and they support me. But it's crazy. Hold on, once Cleo's trying to destroy the house. There's, it's crazy how like, for example, I'll do a uh, a show. I'll have a show or something like a concert, whatever. Yeah. And all my friends come out. And it's early in, like, the career and everything, so it's cool. And I get it, and I really appreciate it because they definitely help kickstart a lot of the stuff. But as far as, like, giving a post a like on Facebook. Yeah. Like a promotional post and something like that. I know they see it. Yeah. And shit like that. But they just, like, they act like their likes are, like, they cost them something and shit like that. Or you'll see, like, they'll, yeah, just Just so everyone knows, it's always free. It's free. Like, you see, I'm out here hustling. You could help the algorithm hit the fucking button for me. But I'll see someone, like, we'll make, like, a comment or whatever. Sometimes you get someone being a smart ass or someone being, 
and then the person that you would expect to like the post likes the comment to be like, oh, get ratioed. And, you know, shit like that. But, yeah, it's, uh, that's the thing. It's like, I, the shit I do, none of the, only one spot that I work costs money. Yeah. Everything I do is free. All of it. Yep. Streaming on Twitch, free. This podcast, free. Playing out at all these bars. I don't, I'm not charging you to get in the goddamn door. There's only one place I play, and that's up in Baldwin. And I don't even yep. fucking, their business and all that, it's... I like that it's, venue it's a real, lot. It's, it's, it works because it's a nice spot, and we get, like, a green room and all that stuff. I like that place. And they provide sound and all that. So, like, they got, like, a whole <laughs> venue staff to play, to pay. So, you know, that, that spot is kind of an anomaly yeah. versus the other places. But... Everything I provide is fucking free. So do me a favor. Take half, not even a tenth of a second to tap a screen. Yep. Okay, friends? Hey, friends, yeah. if you're listening, step it the fuck up. Yeah. Cleo. All right. Let's How many see. more questions we got? Five. Okay, Let's we're Speed run. All right, we got five more. What are your thoughts on revenge? No one wins in the end if you try to uh, solve your problems with revenge. Pow! Jesus Christ, you just broke Sorry. the computer. Sorry. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay. Hurry up. Hurry up. She's got a chip clip. Okay. She's got a chip clip, but she's not afraid to <laughs> use it. If you could pick a superpower, what would it be? Invisibility. Nice. Do you or tele- believe... Or, or teleportation. Okay. Do you believe everything happens for a reason? No. What are your hopes and dreams? <laughs> to become super fucking rich. Okay. What's your dreams? Uh, wait, what? Hopes you, and dreams. I oh, thought that was like a hope. Oh, I hope <laughs> to be super fucking rich. And, and you dream s- of being rich? My dream is to be rich and fucking, uh, t- get that away from her. She's got something. Uh, is to get rich and then, oh God, now I'm under pressure because Cleo's got a chokeable object in her hand. <laughs> wow. Okay, yeah. Get super fucking rich and then buy uh build the compound. Yeah, the dream. Build the compound. That's what I was trying to say. Perfect. Build everyone a house and give them what they want. How do you define beauty? Um I really think like the eyes, people's eyes are like it's like a number one thing. You got to have some eyes on you. As far as like physical beauty goes. And uh I don't know. Um, not being, uh, uh, as I would say, a, a cunt is probably another good one. Don't be a cunt, and and you it helps you be beautiful. Uh, pretty, uh, I'm pretty, <coughs> pretty loose with the with the whole beauty thing. I mean, like anybody, everyone's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I I can, I don't know. Confidence, probably confidence. If we're gonna talk. Like appearance wise, uh, the, yeah. Is it all appearance wise? Is that what you're saying as far as beauty goes? It just says, how do you define beauty? Oh, you gotta have pretty eyes, look confident, and just work that shit. You gotta look like Elizabeth Tyndall. Mm-hmm. Put that on. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> write that. Write that down. <laughs> what is that from? It's a Saturday Night Live skit where she's eating the ranch. 
Remember that? <laughs> yeah. It's ranch-tastic. <laughs> write that, write yeah. that down. Yep. <laughs> okay. And then... It's ranch-tastic. What would you do in a situation where... <laughs> oh, God. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It just felt so good. Achoo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I do make that noise every time after I sneeze. I wish sneeze. I busted one every time I sneeze. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> I make that noise every time I sneeze. I hope you never noticed it. <laughs> My eyes are watering so bad right now. Okay. What would you do in a situation where you had to eat 7,000 M&Ms or 7,000 crab legs? What the fuck did you just ask me? This isn't on the script. Would I rather eat 7,000 M&M's or 7,000 crab legs? Yeah, in one time. Crab legs. Stuff me. You think so? 7,000. Well, you could eat that much seafood and not get sick. Oh, I would get sick. You could probably have a better chance of pulling off the M&M's because they're so small. That's Yes, okay, so which one? I'll are, take you, the are you redacting your tender initial I thought, decision? I didn't know it was one sitting. I thought it was like, you no. have to eat this. You no, it's, eat it's one sitting. Yeah, it was. Okay. And that is a wrap on Ian's interview. Is that all the questions? That was all the questions. Oh, shit. Perfect timing. What time is it? Yep. We done good, A.A. Ron. Perfect. All right. Well, next week we will be interviewing Cleo. <laughs> She's kidding. <laughs> no, before next week we're going to have to... Uh... No, next week um, I think we're going to have a special guest next week. Yeah, we're gonna, yeah. So, one of us will not be attending the podcast, so... Well, we um, can both attend if you want to. I mean, if you and I were here, we could, but... We'll see. We'll see how we'll do it. But yes, next week we're gonna have a special guest, and it's a surprise because we don't know who it's gonna be yet. <laughs> are we gonna have a good old Hogan hoedown? I don't know. Ooh. Are we, are we gonna forzies on this? <laughs> That'd be crazy. Oh, maybe we should forzies. Uh, All right, we're going to have to work some stuff up. All right, we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks. Later.